By the way, we're live. 3HL1045 The Zone. Thanks for the heads up, honk. Jeez. Yeah, no I gave you enough. one. Nope. Wasn't it enough. Didn't it, honk. Wasn't enough. Welcome in on this Thursday. Dawn Davenport alongside Ron Slay. I'm hey. in the building. I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Mm. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Mm. What's up, people? And guess what? Not only am I in the building, I'm fresh off the road from a building. A building with no roof. Where you'll be at. Oh, and I'll be there too Saturday. You'll be there, yeah. I was, I was about to say tomorrow. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it's not Friday yet. It's Friday you, Eve, uh You made the trip to Chattanooga to watch some state championship high school football this morning. Did you watch CPA and Lipscomb? I did. I got to see Two the first teams. half. Yes, really got to it. Got to see the first half of it. Really, um... Really good game to start. Um, it didn't end um, in favor of CPA. Nope, and that is where our fearless leader, mayor. Brent, the mayor, right. is. His son just wrapped up his high school football career yes, for he CPA, did. his yes, final he did. game, senior mm-hmm. over there at CPA. So congrats to them on a great season. Congrats to Coach Stilfer. Yeah, the first one. First mm-hmm. one for them. Not the first um, one in history, but the first one is Dilfer. For, for him as go. the head coach. Thanks, yeah, thanks, he, was, he was super emotional, too. Yeah. Um, oh, see, I didn't even get to see that. Yeah. yeah, very, very emotional. So congratulations to them. And then there's, what, nine games over the next, I think, three days, nine yes. state championships. I know means a lot to the yes. kids playing. Yep. And um, I, it's a, it's, so listen, we named teams yesterday that were involved. And, yes, we left some out because, honestly, um, we just left Did some out. Did we get out. yelled we at? Somebody hit me up and said, oh, you can't forget about such and such on Twitter. Now I forgot again who they even said. So I'm sorry. So call in. And now you don't even remember who we forgot? Nope. Because I'm so focused on my job that I got to do on Saturday as being a spotter (laughs) for Dawn Davenport, people. Her and Ramon Foster, I will be the spotter. So the stadium ain't got no roof. Lord help us all. The booth ain't got no roof. I know I'm not supposed, I just heard that I'm not supposed to talk. Right. Because you're going to be right by me, where my <laughs> headphone microphone will be as I'm doing play-by-play. I don't know what they, what they want, what they want me to do know. with that. Just keep it clean, Slay. Okay. Keep it clean. <laughs> Thank you, Babs. Um, yeah, so it will, uh, it'll be a fun weekend. Congrats to yes. all of our local teams, all of our local athletes on great seasons, and regardless of what happens, obviously, um, still a great season. So. Yeah, it's all about right. the journey, people. It's about the journey. We, uh, we've got a booked show today. Um, Ramon Foster will join us in the 5 o'clock hour, Savagery. We'll talk a little, uh, I want to talk to him about, you know, he spent quite a, quite a few years in the NFL. What does a bye week look like? Um, you know, is it different position-wise? And obviously we know for the Titans, a lot of this bye week looks like rehab and, right. and, and get healthy um, and all of that. But um, we'll talk to him. Also, Danny Cannell. Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say about Ramon, too, is something else we got to dive into. A lot of um, different thoughts on Elante Taylor sitting out bowl games and yeah. um, things of that nature, getting ready for the senior bowl. So yeah. uh, we, could, we could talk to him about that also. I know a lot of people. I was, I was enlightened on something about it that I really didn't understand. And enlightened on why he would? Why he would, yep. Why he would sit out of the bowl game. Well, I will say this. He's been battling injury. Boom. Is that it? Boom. Is that yes. what you were enlightened That's, about? Yep. Yeah. Cause, it's, yeah. And, and I get it. I get it. I didn't. I'm, I'm not going to judge any you because your thing is you start Goal. a season, you finish yeah. it, you yep. don't walk out on your teammates. Yep. Right. Yep. 
but it see i don't know i just there's there's your future kind of depends on if you're healthy when you're a fringe guy right. you know in that right. nfl draft for him i think it's obvious he's played through an injury i think i want to say like the last 3 games right um and so this is his chance to really get healthy. So I understand that. You understand that. But as far as other kids that decide to forego a bowl game, I can't really judge them for it. Okay. I don't think because, yep. I mean, there's, there's, so much, there's so much writing on that and their yeah. future and the fact that they come out healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I think it makes you respect those that... Sorry, we're we're at I, for, I forgot yeah, we to say we are at T-Mobile, <laughs> and the windows are tinted, and so <laughs> a man just walked up to the to like the looking in the window. I, I just it makes me nervous. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> He's probably listening to us in the car yeah. now. Y'all yeah. come by. Y'all come hey, by. Hey, you can walk us, into the store and say hi. You don't have to be creepy looking through the window like that. <laughs> we are at uh, we're at T-Mobile, by the way. Oh, across uh, 30, from the mall. Yes, across from Green Hills Mall, 3800 Hillsborough <laughs> Pike. It's the intersection of Hillsborough Pike and Glen Echo. Did you see the panic in my I, face? I did. I did. What is this dude doing? Oh, um, so please don't creepily come look in the window. Oh, Just walk inside and say hi to us. <laughs> yeah, we, we're down for a conversation. Uh, we saw. We met Lenny earlier. He came yeah. and said hi. Yes, so he did. Good to see him. Mm-hmm. A lot of yes. construction workers around here. So Yes, yeah. and that 4 a.m. wake-up call that remember <laughs> yes. me from my morning news days at 4 a.m. Good there to see is. all of you. So here's some of the things going on here at T-Mobile before we get into the rest of our guest list. Mm-hmm. Um, Pie Town Tacos, serving lunch from 1 o'clock till 4 o'clock. So you have another hour to get out here kirby you know kirby will tell you the truth oh, like yeah. he doesn't sugarcoat the anything food tester. right yeah nope. um i mean <laughs> there's no there's no savvy nice coming out of kirby <laughs> over there it is uh, he was like is. man that food is good yeah. those tacos are really good and they'll so, bring it to you in the store yes so i'm about to try them you have till four o'clock for pie town tacos uh, Daddy's Dogs is going to be er, is serving from one to four two on Friday. That's tomorrow. Oh, okay. We'll be out here live tomorrow as well. So uh, you can go ahead and put that in your calendar if you want and come see us. Yeah. Holidays are for being together. T-Mobile is celebrating the holidays with you. Join us here at thirty eight hundred Hillsboro Pike. We're here from one to six today. One to six tomorrow as well. And tons of awesome deals from T-Mobile, your hometown network. Celebrate the holidays with us at the brand-new T-Mobile store right here at 3800 Hillsboro Pike. Um, I'm trying to convince <laughs> my partner over there to get an iPhone. Listen, people, when you come in the store, you have to choose a side. Now, right now, it's a lot of people against me. I'm Team Droid, Team Galaxy, Dumb. and they're running around with these iPhones, these silly little idiot-free iPhones. I just learned that. Are you going to tell... Our listeners, <laughs> what about the fact that you didn't get to say hi to Mayor today because you don't have an iPhone and all of your messages didn't go through to his? Are you going to tell them about that? I, see, you're just going to leave that I, out. No, I beg to differ. I, I, I think it's more so because everybody on that network was iPhones and y'all just didn't want my phone to get through. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's a block. It's a block on it. Uh-huh. Team Galaxy. Here we go, Jim. Oh, yeah. That's right. okay. Thanks, thanks, thanks huh? All right, what else do we have going on? Danny Cannell, Danny Cannell. will join us at, what is that, 445? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And he'll talk about some of the championship games this weekend. Anybody who follows him on Twitter or has listened to our show before when we've had him on, we know that Danny Cannell hates the SEC. <laughs> um, he's, he is a, a proclaimed SEC hater, so yes, we can go at him for that. Um, but uh, some opinions from him, pretty strong opinions on the coaching carousel and what's going on in college football, and we'll talk uh, courtesy of Bet Online some of the odds for the championship games and what mm-hmm. he sees in those games as well. And then, of course, Greg Cosell, we will break down the Titans game from last week. I know. Do we really want to do it? <laughs> I th- w- w- listen, it's the bye week, so we still got time to lick our wounds, so it's we do. okay. Yep, yep. We'll do, okay. You know what? We'll do a wash-away toast next week, that, right? And we got a Colts fan in the house, too, by the way. So, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Put his little hands down. Put oh, your we hands down. We don't want that. Put your hands out the L. Um, five games left. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would Just be saying. nice for Titans fans for those Colts yeah. to lose a whole this bunch of those this last five. This is very and true. And not, uh, not keep rolling. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's what it looks like today. Want your calls? Jump in. Whatever you want to talk about. You know, we mentioned yesterday that we were going to hit on Ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. and his struggles and what is going on with him. Um, and we'll talk to Greg Cosell about what the actual tape shows. Of course, I remember last week when we were talking about one of Ryan Tannehill's picks, and Cosell was like, oh, you're going to have to ask him. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the heck he was looking at <laughs> right. when he threw that ball. Right. Um, but what That's what does more, this week, yeah, what does this week show Cosell? And, you know, maybe a, a question about how much of his performance is on maybe receivers not in the right place. And, right. and sometimes it's hard to tell just watching the tape if you're not in there, um, you know, with the team, with the coaching staff, knowing – where people are supposed to be, but we'll hit Greg Cosell on that as well. So, Pack Show, we want you involved. 615-737-1045. Your take on Ryan Tannehill, what is going wrong? <laughs> I wish it was past tense, but it's not. What's going wrong? And then what else did you ask me today, Slay? Um, I also asked you about the – how do you feel about guys missing bowl games? And, yep. Um, and getting guys back from – Injury and oh, IR yeah. I for the Titans. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Babs. Yeah. How do we feel as, um, as far as Titans fans? How do you move forward? You know, you got the Jaguars coming out of the break. Um, do you want to rest your guys? Let them take another week to get healthy and just depend on the guys you got coming into the game? Or do you rush everybody back? Hey, man, we need you out there for this five-game stretch. Get ready for the playoffs. What do you want to do? God, that I said IR Jaguars. list is so long that you could, like, go half and <laughs> yeah. half, right? I said Jaguars expecting that to be a victory, Babs. You kind of pushed me back a little bit. I did, because you know what I said? What? Texans. <laughs> and then I was going to say. Do you know what else I say? Home Jets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> You're not making it easy on me, Titans. Mm, just saying. Um, all right, we'll hit all that coming up. Going to take a quick break. Here we are live at the T-Mobile store across from Green Hills Mall. Come say hi to us. Come get some street tacos. you got about 45 minutes left mm-hmm. for that. Come see us. 3HL. More after the break. Stick around. Welcome back in. 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back in from Hillsborough Pike. Right yes. next to Hillsborough High School. The mayor's school. The mayor's old stomping grounds, and he's not even here to enjoy it. No, he's not, but he'll be here tomorrow. He will. He'll be back, and he'll be live. We are actually going to be live here at the T-Mobile store at 3800 Hillsborough Pike today and tomorrow. And today you can get uh, some tacos Yeah, until 4 o'clock. So come say hi. Come see us. 
come visit the T-Mobile store, walk in and say hi as well, uh, and grab you some tacos. And then, yeah, Mayor will be back tomorrow. Don Davenport alongside Ron Slade, Joe Hunk behind the glass back at the station. Yes. Uh, some NFL news today. <laughs> Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards both suspended three games for violating COVID protocols. Wow. When we say violating wow. COVID protocols, uh, that would be... Forging? <laughs> was that, would I, that be it? I mean, is that what you say? I mean... Um, uh, misrepresenting is what the <laughs> yeah. NFL, the word the NFL is using. Misrepresenting their COVID vaccination status. Mm. Um, mm. And then A.B. and Mike Edwards both suspended without pay, which is a nice sum yep. for the next three games. And the free agent John Franklin the third, if signed by a club, is also ineligible to play in the next three games. All three players have accepted discipline and waived their right of appeal. The suspensions are effective immediately. So if you waive your right to appeal, that means it's pretty much, um, yeah, y'all caught me. Yeah. My bad. Um, and before you get on the phones or on Twitter and say, well, what about Aaron Rodgers? Why mm-hmm. isn't he suspended for three games? Because he never lied about it. <laughs> he, he, never, he, he never said that he was actually vaccinated. Yeah. He, he, said he, he was, didn't. He didn't necessarily tell the public, but he didn't tell the league that yeah. he was vaccinated was when, word? in fact, he wasn't. What was his word? He in vac, in vac. No, what did he use? He immunized. In, immunized. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. That was clever. That was uh, <laughs> not clever enough. <laughs> yeah, but not clever enough. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, so yeah, of course, uh, you you probably remember Antonio Brown's vaccination status was talked about when um, I think it was the Tampa Bay Times. It was a newspaper. Uh, and one of his cooks or somebody mm-hmm. had said uh, that he faked or paid for a counterfeit vaccination card and yep. faked a vaccination card. Um, and they had the so, text messages. Yes. And so yeah. the NFL had to investigate into that. And there you go. A review supported those allegations. And go. those three players all violated the protocols. So three-game suspension. I think A.B. was hurt anyway, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, but I think he was he – was, he was able to come back and play soon. Um, I think it was right around the corner, um, if not a week out, two weeks out. But you can really see the difference with him not involved in that offense too. So looking at it last year when he was out of the game and then came back towards the end and a lot of people were saying, A.B. don't got it, A.B. this. Man, the dude is a talent. Like you're not in that league without being a talent. So, man, they really miss him, need to get him back. Not as high-powered without a guy like A.B. Tough. But who's going to cry? when the Titans have had 86 players suit up and play. Who cares about what Tampa Bay is going through? (laughs) Good luck with it. That's what I think they say. Yeah, so we we had that conversation yesterday with Coach Mack as far as, you know, this is the bye week. I don't think I've ever remembered a team ever needing a bye week more uh, than the Tennessee Titans, needless to say, this week um, in week 13. And then Coach Mack... Uh, we talked about this, these numbers that the Titans have had just 13 players suit up for each of their 12 games this season. Right. So the, the same player available, suit up, starter for every single game this yes. season, they have only had 13 different players. You do the yes. math, you know how many players yes. play on each side of the ball. That's not good. No. Um, and that is actually five less 
than the next closest team. So that just gives you, and and the teams that are not having injury issues, Mm -hmm. Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati, Buffalo is one Mm -hmm. of them. And then, and I mean, they still have had some key injuries to, you know, Dawson Knox and some of their key guys, but they've all had 30 or more players that have been active in all of their games this year. So that just shows you the difference. And that leads me into the Ryan Tannehill topic and the Ryan Tannehill discussion, because that's my argument. And I remember Cosell coming on last week talking about he has no idea what Ryan Tannehill was looking at on one of the, those plays and, you know, talking about kind of the issues within Ryan Tannehill's game. But my thought, because Brent sat here and said, well, I, I think he has basically has the yips. Right. Um, because of the pressure he's felt all year and, you know, that's affecting him still. Right. Because I'm like, he had plenty of time. But he didn't have enough time when he has inexperienced wide receivers right. out there who maybe aren't separating, yep. aren't getting open, yep. aren't helping him out, Correct. aren't in the right place, aren't running routes where you know he expects them to be. Mm-hmm. So my take is Ryan Tannehill doesn't have the yips, and it's not on Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I, I get it. There's, there, there have been some throws yeah. that are awful. <laughs> yeah, like you can't yeah. make that throw, <laughs> right. right? I right. get it. But I think it's because of what he has around him. I think he's pressing. I think he doesn't have enough time for his playmakers to make a play. Mm -hmm. And so that's forcing him into bad decisions. So that's where I'm putting it. And it's probably a mix. Right. But I'm not on the, and and I said this last week, I will die on the it's not on Ryan Tannehill Hill. Yes, you do. And people, there's a lot of people that say I'm crazy. And you know what, Babs? I ain't going to say you're crazy. I just, I just say when you start to miss parts that, have, that were able to keep you afloat, afloat minus Derrick Henry, this starts to be magnified. Right. So when the defense all of a sudden can't get the pass rush to the quarterback, you can't get Kevin Byard picking off interceptions and taking them to the house. You're not getting off the field in a timely fashion or you're letting them drive all the way down and you're bending but not breaking, now these teams are starting to get into the end zone. Now it's like, oh, no, wait a minute, hold on. Something ain't right. And then you look around, and it's like, oh, let's go to the highest-paid man on the team. Um, Mr. Guy, that's important, more important than anybody else. Why can't you get us over the hump? So now all of this light comes on, and then all of a sudden he loses not one, not two, but three of his first three targets. Because I'm going to put Josh Reynolds as the number three guy. That's what he was brought in to be. Actually, brought in to be the number two guy. He never did it. Yeah, so now he's gone. Yeah. Now Julio is nursing a hamstring. Now AJ is gone. I mean, NWI, Westbrook Aquina is his only option. So I'm and with Cody you. Hollister. <laughs> yeah, and Hollister. And then you got your, your security blanket in Furkser, who still hasn't. Who isn't mm, what we thought he was going to be this year. Actually, now, th- Okay. See, these are bigger problems to me than it is Tannehill, but that's the easiest finger pointing that you can do is go to Tannehill. Like the quarterback, Coach Mack said it. This, I, I, don't, I don't know if this was on air or off air, but I'm going to share this, Coach Mack. I hope you don't get mad at me. But the quarterbacks get all of the praise when the team is winning and running off, just like when Derrick Henry was doing his thing. It was still, man, but Tannehill's doing this. and that. Like, but it was Derrick Henry's team. When they get all 
when the loss happens to, they just get it's just as much praise and finger pointing and blame and everything else. Part of it. Got to be able to accept it. So now you have that. What are you going to do? What do you do coming out of this for these next five games? Because honestly, not until, what, three games in maybe coming out of this, will we see, may, hopefully, I mean hopefully, minus Derrick Henry, a full roster again. I mean, we, we just can't maybe. see that coming down. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Oof. And that's a big maybe. Like, I mean, what do you do? Like, what do you change? To me now, because I remember in week four, was it after Seattle? So that might have been, what, week two or three? We started giving praise to Downey and Bowen and saying, man, these guys are really scheming up some things. Now we need you to come to the forefront. Come save your guy. Tannehill, he's not that. He is who he is. See, that's the other thing. Everybody that's and, – and, Hunk, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out here on our group text, too, with your, okay, so yeah. is Tannehill the guy to lead the Titans to a Super Bowl? I'm like, well, who else? Well, yeah. And the reason why I asked the question is, is because when you go back through history and you see teams that are making it to, to conference championships or, you know – the actual championship game, they're they're one player away. The Boston Red Sox had to trade Nomar Garcia Parra just to get the team to win in 04. You saw the Chiefs whenever they made it to uh, the AFC championship game against the Patriots. They fired their defensive coordinator, and the next year they made it and won the Super Bowl. So there's always like that one player. Is Ryan Tannehill the guy that, as of right now, if everybody's healthy with him, you can win the Super Bowl this year? No, it's Derrick Henry. Yeah, that, that's the guy. That's the guy that can carry you. Like, but it's, everybody else can manage you. That defense can carry you. An uh, intact defense, I believe, can help carry him. Now, can one guy outside of a guy like Derrick Henry who can shoulder the load? I don't, I don't think so. And you talk about he is what he is, he right? Is. Ryan Tannehill is that. We've right never sat here. Exactly. We've never sat here and said he's a top five quarterback no. in the league. No. Now his numbers have been top five. Or I mean, top ten. The mayor in the league. will bring that up quick. Yes, and and they have, but never. I don't think never has Titans fans sat here and said, "Oh, Ryan Tannehill is you know the real deal." He's not right, and and he's not in my mind. He's not a quarterback that is is good enough to help you overcome all of these injuries. Right. He just isn't that, and nobody expected him to be that, and nobody thought he could be that. Now, the the other side of that argument is, okay, but you pay him like that. This is true, but that's the market. That's the market that's set for quarterbacks. That's So that's why people will get mad, and we see what baseball is going through. Baseball in a lockout now. We failed to mention that. Honk, that's your, that's your department. That's your sport, Come honk. On, honk. What's going on? <laughs> Have you guys not been listening to my top-of-the-hour updates? I've mentioned it every time. No, no we don't listen no. to it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, yes. but Lock Are out. you crying when you mention it? <laughs> no, no. I, I knew this was going to happen. It was, okay. it, it was all designed. Yeah. They were, they were going to go into a lockout. The only way they would not have went into a lockout is if they had a deal almost a week to two weeks ago. And so this is this is all part of it. This is all part of the the plan. They they most likely the Major League Baseball will not have a deal until either the end of January or, or around the middle of February. Now, what we want to happen is you can interact with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Twitch, please. By getting on Zone TV and 
and let us know your thoughts. And you also got 615-737-1045. I say all that to say, that's why you get mad at people when they take less money or they restructure contracts because you mess up every, you, 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 you mess up everything that's supposed to take place after. The, the market? Top, yeah, the market. If the top guy doesn't take the top dollar, then the guy behind him can't get top dollar, regardless if you're worth it or not. Shoot, this is a big conversation right now in college football head coach. There you go. Exactly. And you, Yeah, you said something. We got to get into that today, too. But Just keeps jumping up. So you, and then the buyouts <laughs> just keeps yes, jumping it's up. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, my God. I, you almost pay more to second, lose and get out than it is to stay and win. Seriously. Like, we're all in the wrong business. <laughs> right. You need to go be a highly sought-after college football coach, mm-hmm. go suck for a year or two, <laughs> yeah. and then be set for life. Yeah. So Tannehill is not the guy to take you on your show, on the shoulders. By himself. By himself and carry it with no-name guys running routes. Now, with pieces all around, come on, man, sign me up and put him on board. Put him on board. Part of it. What do the people think? Do you guys think, by any stretch of the imagination, Tannehill can help carry this team through the playoffs? Because we all, I mean, oh, they're in a good, they're in a good, position. they're in a good position. The and the player that you can compare like, to is, like is Alex Smith. Alex Smith was getting the Chiefs to the playoffs. He was getting past the first round. And, but then it was Mahomes that changed the offense, and they let go of Alex Smith for somebody different that changed the offense to get them over the over the hump as well. They needed an over the hump guy. So that's and that's and that's the only reason I'm asking the question. I'm not saying that Tannehill is. I'm just asking the question: Is Ryan Tannehill the Titans' version of Alex Smith? So I I, I could agree with that a little bit, Hunk. I think the only reason Alex Smith no. became Alex Smith is because they drafted Patrick Mahomes. Because remember, he was sitting behind Alex Smith, and everybody on their team was like. Hey, man, y'all got to see. I mean, it was quiet, but they telling reporters, man, y'all got to see this dude throw. Like, he can spin it. So, at some point, man, that guy was going to take over. Now, I, I think if Logan Woodside was the guy sitting back there, Don's boy, um, maybe he could spin it. I think he would be in. <laughs> but it's no, like, like what Bab said, if not him, <laughs> then who? Because there ain't no other options. No. So, I think the only so thing really that can change not- yeah, is the game plan. We still haven't adjusted from the game plan. We went back, in a sense, to Arthur Smith's game plan, right? Run the ball, play action, all of that thing. Remember, he was getting cute early in the season. Went back and ran off a winning streak with kind of the blueprint that Arthur Smith left. And now, I mean, you ain't got that guy back there to play fake, too. Maybe it picks up coming out of the bye week as far as running. You did run the ball good against New England. Nick Westbrook-Akina has been your leading receiver the last two weeks. Now, now see, with that being said, I mean, I, <laughs> That's I don't know my take want, on all of it. <laughs> what you want me to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I, d- I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily understand the, the Tannehill mm-hmm. finger pointing. Yeah. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah. If, you're, if you're one of those Tannehill finger pointers... That sounds bad, right? It, it sounds it like I'm attacking you. I'm not. It does. I just want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and, Tell yeah. me why. And they're saying in the in the zone chat, yes, Tannehill can do it. The turnovers have to stop, though. Turnovers have got to stop. And then, like, I'm watching high school football. CPA turns the ball got, over right before the that's half. It. They score, and they get the ball coming out the second. I mean, that's coming out the second half. That's a a 14 point swing. <laughs> 
You can't turn the ball over. And guess what, Babs? And win football games. No, that, and guess what? That's the game. That's the game. If, That's the if game. Quarterback, yep. we, I promise you, nobody in the NFL wants their quarterback to turn it over. But guess what? It's a defense designed to help you turn it over. Or called, like Coach Max said yesterday, it's called takeaways. Like, yeah, he's throwing it away, but the defense is taking it away also. So got to put a halt to that, man, and hopefully get your defense back. I think a lot of this will be patched up if this defense comes back healthy. Can't wait to talk about Coach. Well, Cosell already mentioned. Yep. A guy like Denico Autry being inside and being outside is a huge difference. Huge. So um, that's part of it. All right, we got callers. 615-737-1045 is the number here on 3HL. Before we go to break, we will go ahead and jump in. Hey, Hunk, let's go with Bam. Bam on the line. Hey, Bam. Hey, hey, what's good, John Slay? What's up, boy? You in the building. What up, Bam? I'm in the building. I'm in the building. <laughs> hey, man, they going to put me out the building. I'm going like to say this about, about Tannehill. I think, um, I think if you take any NFL quarterback's toys away, as you would want to call them, if you take Tyreek Hill away and Travis Kelsey away uh, from Patrick Mahomes, you'll see a difference in anybody. Mm-hmm. Because Tannehill literally has nobody right now. And then... You don't know how that affects him mentally. You don't know how it affects him. Like, he knows all the pressure that's on him. He ain't got Derrick Henry. He ain't got – he literally don't have anybody out there. Like, the guys that he's built the relationships with, the times with, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's had two years with A.J. I'm pretty sure him and Julio was working together before the season, you know. So, and to be honest with you, when you said something about Anthony Ferkser, John mm-hmm. Smith was a cover-up for Anthony Ferkser. Anthony Ferkser just looked good because John Smith was there, honestly. Like, yeah. so that's why the pressure on him is just like, eh, he's what, you know what I'm saying? He's really what it is that, you know, we thought that he was, which was a whole bunch of nothing. Um, but all the way that's around right. when it comes to Tannehill, Tannehill can take you to the playoffs. Tannehill can't with his options. If you have A.J., Julio, and if they keep Golden Tate, if they can work that out between that receiving core, I think you'll see a different Ryan Tannehill. You'll see a more effective Ryan Tannehill, a more comfortable Ryan Tannehill, and then he could be more mobile as well, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just my opinion on it. If I'm wrong, you know, I'm, I'm definitely listening to where I'm wrong at. But help me out on that one. <laughs> like no, the- I like it, yeah. And you, you mentioned taking away the toys. Um I mean, we saw it with Kansas City, at least, with an offensive line that struggled, and you saw Mahomes struggle early mm-hmm. on, you know? So that's a, that's a great point. And, and this is the thing, too. I feel like we have – we talk all the time about Ryan Tannehill and his game-winning drives and, and how he handles that pressure and, and, you know, all of that. But we haven't seen him up until this point because, let's be honest, this is – uncharted territory for any NFL team with this many injuries and this many key guys on IR. But we haven't seen Tannehill in this situation. If you're a Miami fan, you might have seen glimpses of that, and it it probably wasn't pretty. But as far as a Titans fan, you haven't seen Ryan Tannehill have to deal with so many of his toys, his weapons, gone. And where does that put him mentally, especially when – Early on, this offensive line was just revolving door. Yes. And so you add that on the fact that now he's he knows, man, 
I'm going to I'm trying to hold on to the ball just a, a millisecond longer mm-hmm. to see if my guy can separate and get open to see if he ends up in the right spot. And what does that do to him mentally as a quarterback? Well, ask, ask Greg Cosell if he can see any of that, if the film shows any of that in Ryan Tannehill, just the hesitation, maybe holding on to the ball a little bit too long um, or <laughs> clearly making some poor decisions, uh, causing some interceptions there. So, But good call, Bam. If you're on the line, we'll get you right after this break. AJ, cornbread. <laughs> uh, cornbread. Stick around. <laughs> stick around. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. This is three HL and one zero four five. The zone. Really? What? I'm jamming. You that's, gonna see me dancing? The song you're gonna bring us back yeah, into the show with? Yeah. I'm in love with a stripper. No, you know the reason I played that is because when uh when I had my cell phone uh with T-Mobile, that was my ringtone. <laughs> not All even right. joking. I'm not even joking. Give him a break, Tor. No, according to my wife, I never dated anybody before her. Oh, okay. I believe it. Great. <laughs> so nothing in my life I've ever done before her ever counts. That's right. So the ba- quicker you understand that, the better off yep. you are. Yep, there's a lot of places in the world uh-huh. I have not seen because it, it all happened before her. So now I've got to take her to go see him. <laughs> I didn't visit well, Nashville for the first time until 2014, according there you to her. Go. How do you, how, how, how does that work? Um, all right, we are live at T-Mobile. Uh, you heard Hunk mis- mention T-Mobile. And uh, here's the deal. Holidays are for being together, and T-Mobile wants to celebrate the holidays with you. So join us here. We're at 3800 Hillsboro, bike right across from the Mall of Green Hills. And we're here until 6. We've got about 10 more minutes of Pie Town Tacos serving food. So you got 10 minutes to get some tacos here at the store. Tomorrow we will also be live here. Blaine and Mickey are live here, and then we will follow them. Uh, the mayor will be back, and Daddy's Dogs will be serving lunch from 1 to 4 here at T-Mobile on Friday. So come see us, check it out, walk in the store, say hi. We would love to see you if you're Without on your place. way home. You know this Green Hills traffic is a nightmare. You might as well pull off and say hi on your Man, way home. I promise you're not going to lose a spot. You may get behind yeah. two or three cars. That's right. In 20 minutes. Yes. All right. We are talking Titans. Uh, let's hit the phones again. 615-737-1045. We'll go to Cornbread, who wants to talk about this, weigh in on this Tannehill conversation. Hi, Cornbread. Who's going to eat your cornbread? Well, hey, uh, Don and uh, Ron, I'm in Sports Talk Royalty with Queen Davenport and Kingsway. Uh, <laughs> Don, let me just tell you right now, as a sideline reporter, Michelle uh, Tafoya has got nothing on you. <laughs> that's right. I love watching sweet. your show when you do it. It's, it's awesome. Uh, now, what I do Appreciate want to talk about is, growing up in Tennessee, we did not have a football team when I was young. Mm-hmm. So, I pulled from the team where my mom's from, and I pulled from the New Orleans Saints. I'm a lifetime Saints fan. What y'all got going on here, the issues, you know, as far as with Tannehill, is nothing compared to what my team is dealing with. (laughs) Y'all still have a top-notch rate quarterback. Your backup quarterback could start for New Orleans. We have zero (laughs) at quarterback. Where our GM screwed up was not bringing somebody in a year or two before Breeze retired to apprentice and learn under Drew. Instead, you brought in one guy who completed more passes to New Orleans than he did to Tampa when he played for Tampa. Everybody else, Winston, by the way. Is, 
I mean, when Jameis Winston is your number one option, you've got problems, serious problems. And they've still got weapons and have nobody to distribute the ball to them. I mean, the Titans throttle Trevor Simeon with second and third string defensive players. You know, but, so I mean, the situation Titans, Corbett, it's not all doom and gloom, bro. Cornbread, y'all got the Swiss Army knife. Taysom Hill, baby. That's right. He's about to start versus the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, about to yeah, see what he can have. run the ball. He can run the ball, and he's a diverse athlete, but he is not a quarterback, man. I mean, he You're couldn't right. hit the ball side of a ball with a nuclear weapon and a guy to miss a laser to get it there. He's Tebow 2.0. I agree. Oh, I agree, no, he's Cornbread. not. He is not Tebow 2.0. I don't even think he can throw like Tebow. No. No, because he's not left-handed. But, uh, <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. The Titans, you know, it's just Tannehill's having to force the ball into places where he probably shouldn't. Yeah. He is one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league. I mean, he can put the ball in some tight windows, but if you don't have weapons who can actually snatch it out of the air, go up and get 75% of those 50-50 balls or make sure the uh, other 25% of them are at least knocked down, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have that now. I mean, I like Chester Rogers, but he is not – Julio Jones or AJ Brown, you know he's not. I don't think he's even uh, the young man that they just signed on from Nashville. Oh, oh, even Josh Reynolds for that matter. You know he's not a Golden Tate. It's Golden Tate. You know, and the young man that's a rookie that they uh, drafted in the fourth round, he just got to get some schooling, man. Hey, he's got talent potential. He's just got to get some schooling and learn. You know, no rookie receiver comes in very often and dominates in the NFL. It's very seldom that happens. Well, and you know, so the Titans yeah, are I mean, a lot he didn't even do enough. My to... team's at. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Right? It'll be interesting to see what Taysom Hill does. No setbacks. So, yeah, he's going to start against the Cowboys for the Saints. So, good luck for that. Yeah, you know what? I said three weeks ago, like, the problem that could be, too, man, when you don't have your weapons, a lot of those times you got to put it in those small, tight windows, man. The cornerbacks are right there. So, that little small, we missed, he missed um, the Jets game, second half of the Jets game, A.J. Brown. I believe. And this little bit of separation that we saw the next week that he was making, whether it be a half a yard, that's all a, a good quarterback needs, and that's what he got. Now with him not even being able to get that half a yard, it's not even getting an arm's length distance away from the cornerback. That's a hard window to put in every single time. Now that can happen periodically, maybe the majority of the time, but not every single time, and that's what you need right now. With I'm, a guy like Derek Henry. I'm, I'm – I had somebody on on Twitter who basically said, you're wrong on Tannehill. Look at his numbers. And you're not wrong. His numbers are awful. I get it. 14 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. His QBR right now is 53.4. It's not great. No. I get it. Right. But my point is that it's not on him. It's not all on him. Not all of it. Right. Is what you're saying. Not all of that is on him. And I man, I want to shift it from Tannehill to Downey. Like I'm I'm like I, I need to see what can be done to adapt your scheme to the guys you have. Now granted this that can't happen with the turnstile of guys coming in and out, like it's gonna be difficult for that to happen. Well, but, because cause I'll say this. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about, you're basically, 
you're talking about Tannehill comfortable with Downing and what he does yes. and how he calls an offense and his yes. offensive philosophy and how it's different from Arthur Smith and all that. Right. Now, my argument would be at this point in the season, you sure as hell better be on the same page by now. Yeah. But your point is that it's something. It's it's <laughs> different guys yeah. that you're dealing with. Right. So it's hard to find that chemistry and that rhythm, not necessarily between Downing and Tannehill, but because but maybe you between, have different weapons. Right. If you had Downey and, and, and AJ and Julio, then it's easier to tweak a scheme. Right. But it's I mean, you ain't got them. So I'm I'm saying when those guys get back, how do you get it? Because we remember early in the season we started to see Michael Pruitt a little more. We started to see we now we don't even see Swain no more. Berkser is in the bathroom and nobody told him to come out the game started yet. Like, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, we, we need to well, see a couple of them. Why are you putting Ferks in the bathroom? Because we, we like, like <laughs> John has gone, man. Get out of there. Get out of that bathroom. You got to come play. Can't use it. Get, get out the blue tent or something. Like, I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is is what I'm actually saying. Um, I would like to see him. I want to hit on Mac Jones' numbers. We'll do that after yeah. the break and just what he's doing in this rookie season because it's ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. And we'll ask Greg Cosell about it, too. Uh, since the Titans just saw him. Greg Cosell coming up at 420 here on 3HL. Quick break. We'll be back to start the 4 o'clock hour live from T-Mobile in Green Hills, right across from the Green Hills Mall, 3800 Hillsboro Pike. Come say hi to us.